fucking say it. Hello, and welcome back to Fabulously Poor as Fuck. AJ here with Dana, and of course Lucy the dog. We have to include her for when she barks. Um, hey. Rough. <laughs> we know that poverty is uh, a new state for some. Um, the uh, 30 million people filing for unemployment would uh, lead us to indicate that. So luckily... For you, Paul and I have been poor for a couple of years now, and um, we can help you navigate said poverty with just an ounce of dignity. I mean, in short, we'll explain to you how to be fabulously poor as fuck. Today, we continue our foundational topic of pay fucking attention, or PFA. So, Paul... Tell us why you're an expert on being poor. I, I'm, really, I'm really more interested in how much you charge him for that ounce. An ounce. <laughs> and the ounce of dignity which I cannot afford. We do charge for dignity by the ounce. Um, oh. Did I say ounce? Gosh. Yeah, you did. Oh, it's freelancing. you should keep ounce in there. But, um, okay. So, yeah, how did I get poor? Yeah, it was just a shitload of bad financial decisions. I really don't want to get into it because it makes me cry. Okay. So, can but we get you know into what? the podcast now? It's also, like, about the fact that we're midlife and, like, everybody died and got divorced and I everything all at the same midlife. time. I am end of life right now. You're end of life. <laughs> Unless I no, live to no. 108. <laughs> yeah. I am not midlife. We could. That'd be a little fucking scary, but yeah, we could. Be way scary. Okay, so our foundational topic is pay fucking attention, PFA. Yeah, that's a big one. It is. It is the biggest, actually, because you really, it's everything else stems from there. I think you're absolutely right. And oh, I love this podcast when you agree with me. Although I don't think that sells, so work um, it up there. I don't agree with that. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, so I think what what were we having probably you were you were looking for the big aha moment and I had one. Oh yeah. Well, okay. So what we mean by pay fucking attention, and um, this is not in a spiritual sense. It's not about being woke or awareness or anything of that. But it's just about look the fuck around. Look what's going on around you. Look what you can affect in your immediate environment. And I think that is believe it or not, sorely missing. And it becomes more, actually it's important for everyone. I mean, it's important for the rich people too, because they can live in fucking squalor. But, um, so, but what do you get out of that? So that's the whole thing. So we're paying attention, but for what reason? And cause you have to have a baseline. You have to know where you're at in order to improve it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that some of us who may have had some issues with perfectionism at a time, might feel like it's a punishment to actually assess your situation. But let's face it, 30 fucking million people are unemployment. They're all poor. Well, and I think you hit on it too. It's like, so part of it is, you know, paying attention just for the sake of paying attention. If it doesn't get you anything, then why fucking pay attention? Just keep doing your same old shit. But if anybody's listening to this podcast, then probably they've decided that, oh, Maybe the shit's got to change a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I suppose you wouldn't be listening to us unless you were actively trying to learn how to yeah. be fabulously poor. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole idea, so, and, and I think it's probably important to note 
that, um, yeah, poor is a spectrum. You know, there's there's people that are incredibly wealthy that still think they're poor and live that way in their mind, and there's people that don't have a lot of money that live well, and there's people a lot of, don't have a lot of money that piss it all away. Right, and, and then there's they people don't, who they have don't like their life. no money and actually are quite happy. Yeah. Now that does not mean we're advocating perpetuating your poverty state. We are not in any way doing that. There are benefits of having (laughs) adequate adequate, um, uh, capital to sustain the lifestyle that you'd like. Um, But with that said, yeah, there is a reality thing there that... um, Yeah, as as long as you get your basic needs met, you got a place to live and food to eat, then then it's time to go, all right, do you like the way you live? Maybe. Right. And one thing I, that's what I noticed about you is um, you live fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. I try to live fabulously. And doing? I have $225 in my bank account <gasps> right now. Sweet. Ooh, ooh. Okay. High five. So, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Virtual podcast high five. How weird. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, Fabulous is such a state of mind. It's about awareness and trying to make it fabulous. It's funny. You mentioned about people who have some coin, right? And the fact that, you know, I mean, we all think that, like, they, like, have butlers and housekeepers and all this fun stuff. And a lot of times they don't. A lot of times this is, this is, uh... They're just not even organized enough. Or if they do, they're just doing their own thing and so forth. There's just no way to... You have to pay attention. Whether you're rich or poor, you have to pay attention to what your immediate surroundings are. What are the things that are in your bubble of existence? Okay. So what is that, what's in it for me? If I pay attention, what am I going to get out of that? You're... Okay. Fine. No, I'm... I'm pushing... Apparently. (laughs) If you pay attention, you can know what to change. Okay. Actually, this reminds me of that little story. I have a little story. (laughs) Actually, we have a few. We have the one you wanted to tell, and then we have the one that I want you to tell. No, I agree. Yours is more important. Mine's a lot better. But mine's more relatable. No. Okay, folks. (laughs) Just so you know, Paul made, was suddenly made aware by PFA, paying fuck attention, um, that he is the proud owner and collector of three toilet brushes um, and uh, did not realize that he was accruing said collection until he started I have, PFA. Uh, I do my toilet every other day. <laughs> <laughs> So I have three for that. No, that was interesting because, um, as you may be uh, aware, uh, I am no longer married, happily, or unhappily. <laughs> but so, yeah, yes, as, as part of uh, my parting gifts, I was bequeathed two extra toilet brushes, which got thrown in my bathroom, and I just, they were a really fabulous brush silver, so I kept them in there. But it's not like salt and pepper shakers. You don't need two of them, and much less three. So it was, and they are not something that ages well. No, and it was after the disgusto factor gets compounded there. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it 
<laughs> it's seriously gross. No, but so so basically, it was the after you know you chided me to pay the fucking attention or whatever you call it. Oh, you are not a victim. I was a of victim. awareness. I was chided. You are and not. So anyway, I looked at that. It was while I was brushing my teeth and ignoring the toothbrush toothpaste stains on the mirror that I noticed that there was three toilet brushes and quite frankly I so what action did you take oh none at all (laughs) (laughs) so you are perfect at the origin right you are here this is a foundational step for you so (laughs) fuck you (laughs) so I, I did yesterday actually so I marinated in that thought for a week as to and what to do with the excess ones and, and which I, one to keep. Right. So I did not want to throw them away just yet because I figured because there's I could put them in rotation. Old, literally you know, some old shit on there you might want to keep. Oh, they were in my son's bathroom and they never fucking cleaned their toilet. So that's pristine. You could I could brush my teeth with that. Really? I wow, did. this is true. But I wouldn't. It's yeah. a little large. Although but, it would be kind of entertaining to watch the video. Uh, stay tuned for our YouTube series. <laughs> so anyway, I stuck them in the laundry room, high in a shelf, and um, so there. It was so much better in my visual with them stacked around the toilet. Well, that's where they were. Okay, so now you put them out of your visual, They're and you're contaminating a shelf somewhere with poop. There's no poop on there. They're clean toilet brushes. I. Tasted no poop on that. It's so gross. So anyway, but yeah, so I, I got rid of them, mm-hmm. but that was a paying attention. So that leads me to the story that I think is really fabulous, and everyone wants to hear except you. I do know. Is, actually, I think it is a great story. So I said it was poignant. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So I did therapy with a really cool guy. So one of the things, uh, you know, no, after, go ahead, say it. You had a guru named Gary. <laughs> Gary the guru. Gary the guru. So anyway, the the after about two years of me sitting in the seat, going, yeah, I just feel like I'm not together, and I'm cluttered, and I'm all fucked up, and this, that, and the other. I can't get organized or whatever. He basically just said, all right, enough of this shit. It's field trip time. And we oh, took a field trip. Oh, you know it's trip. going to be poignant if it's a fucking field trip. We took a field trip. Yeah. And the field trip was back to my place at my home office where he instructed me just to sit and look around and observe what I saw. And what I saw was a big fucking mess. Like paper stacked, shit everywhere. It, it was like the external manifest. I have another drink. It was the you external manifestation. It was the external manif- we are actively manifestation. Participating in our vices during this conversation. Yeah. Sorry. So actively participating in my or manifesting. I don't know where I was. No, you're. Did head. I talk about Gary? Uh, <laughs> So anyway, my head, so my external world was reflecting my internal world. So he said something very cool to me, which is like, sometimes, you know, you're in this process, you're not going to be perfect in your head, right? So sometimes it works in reverse. Get your outside world together 
and your head will be dr- drug along. <laughs> oh, this so. is why you're throwing me that question. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we paying attention? Yeah, because if we clean up our external world, it's going to impact our internal world. Yeah, without all the so doctor. You were just trying yeah. to make me look stupid at the beginning of the podcast, yeah. but now you served it off to me a softball. Lovely. Yeah, you're well welcome. done, baby. You're welcome. Yeah. So no, I totally agree with you. And actually, that's PFA, man. Pay fucking attention. Yeah. You pay attention. Look at whether or not you've been flipping toothpaste on your bathroom mirror. Look at whether or not your dust has two years of, or your dust has two years of dust Dust on it. it. (laughs) Your TV has two years of dust on it. Shut up. (laughs) Um, You know, or, you know. Or the fact that all you do is sit and watch fucking TV, or not, or you masturbate, or you do whatever it is that you do, but pay attention. Did you bring up masturbation? You never talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the humor of a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> I was married for a while. I didn't need to talk about sex. <laughs> I have suffered the same affliction. <laughs> so, yeah, paying attention helped. So, it was, it was interesting just by cleaning up my shit, my workspace. Um... I'm not saying I became the perfect, self-aware, elevated human that I am now just by cleaning shit up, but it was a start, and it made me feel better, and I think I, you know, at the end of the day, I could probably attribute, attribute a couple of things to that, just by being a little bit more organized and paying attention. Right. No, and that's what we mean by paying attention. I mean... We're not saying be woke. We're not even saying actually even pay attention I don't to even other know people. What the fuck that means. I don't either. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, paying attention is the baseline. How can you make anything better? How do you know if you're living in squalor? How do you know if your friends are treating you like shit? How do you, how do you know? How do you know what's going on? Unless you're actually stopping going. I am currently spending $85 on a dinner (laughs) and there's how many meals in the month and how much money do I got? So it's just paying attention on so many levels. Yeah. So you've got this life that you're going through and maybe you don't have the money that you want right now, but does that mean that you have to live in poverty? Does that mean that that mindset has to just stay there and, and be stuck? No, you start living better than... Well, in poverty, just like anything else, is what you make of it, right? And so, not having enough money, yes, okay. So, we're not assuming you're homeless, okay? But even some of these techniques would work for homeless. Oh, that's Uh, (laughs) cool. I mean, not that they necessarily get out of homelessness or anything, but, you know, I mean, at least, you know, they could have a nicer cardboard box. You have the same hair color as Ivanka Trump. Really? Have you been dying to say that to me in real life and you waited until we were on a podcast? No, it just First sounds, of all, she has my sound, hair color because I'm older. It just sounded like you and her be like really in agreement on a lot of things about poverty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. One, they don't have it one so bad. insensitive thing and you Did accuse you me of being a Trump. what they've done <laughs> with their cardboard box? Oh my God. Seriously, some of them fold them up real nice and make Those them transfer. Flowers. <laughs> I love the bud vase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, but so we are. Ex- hope if this is actually if we actually end up getting whatever universal basic income, this could apply to so many of us, um, or Social Security. There's so many. Yeah, yeah. Like a cheap ass alimony. Right? You know, whatever it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> So, yes, so in borderline conclusion, I'm not sure. Are we in conclusion yet? I think we should conclude. I think we're concluding. concluding. Yeah, so concluding is pay the fuck attention. Um, It it has, has, pay attention to how much time you spend doing things. Pay attention to what you eat. Pay attention to how dirty your surroundings are. Pay attention to whether your friend is mean to you. Pay attention to whether your bed's made. Pay attention to whether... Whether or not you have a pimple. Pay, Pay attention. attention. How do you react to shit? Oh, that's a hard one. That's advanced. I don't know if that belongs in the foundational series. I think they're advanced. You See, think... I'm not talking down to these people. You are. Oh, really? You think I'm talking down to them? Kind okay. Of. So, yes. In true fact, they respond versus react. Oh, gosh. Seriously? Did you just... Beat your beer on the table I, by accident. I could have been like beer alcohol abuse. Um, shoot, why'd you make me forget what I was saying? I had a good point too. Oh yeah, okay. So there is a moment. This is a Viktor Frankl quote. There is a moment between stimulus and response, and therein lies your power. It's not about reacting. It's about responding to events that happen to you, and you can't respond if you're not paying fucking attention. So yeah. Yeah, no, I was married. I got no response from any stimulation. (laughs) Well, you do now. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. Thank you for listening, as always, to our faithful followers. And we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great evening. Or day. Or morning. God bless. Oh, jeez.